0: Hey, what's going on, my friends? Welcome to another episode of the Awaken Life Podcast. My name is Victor, and I'm here with my wonderful wife, Patty.
1: Hey, guys.
0: And today, we're going to share with you five more things you should know before your next ayahuasca ceremony. This is going to be for people who have already done it, and also especially for people who are new. Um, it's becoming such a popular form or method of Self transformation and for good reason. I heard an, ana- an analogy, I forgot who it was from, but it, it, it gets thrown quite a bit around. I think it was from a guy named Dorian Yates from a Joe Rogan podcast. He said it was like doing 30 years of therapy in one evening. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that. Would yeah. you agree?
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah
0: it's amazing the amount of work you can get done with this medicine and not everyone's called to do it. And for those of you who are my fans, I want to say, I respect you and I love you. And I'm, you know, the next podcast will be more maybe in alignment with what you're used to hearing from me. But I feel like, uh, I'm very happy that I've been able to kind of bring awareness to so many people about this powerful medicine that happens to resonate deeply with me, which is why we're doing another topic about it and going a little bit deeper this time.
1: Oh, yes. Yes.
0: So thing number one, this is something that this is, you can guarantee this. This is like, this is going to be the case for everybody. It's, and that's this, it's not what you think, right? <laughs> yeah. Was it what you thought?
1: No, definitely no? not.
0: What were your like expectations and assumptions compared to what it was like for you out of curiosity?
1: Well, um, for, as, as far as my first experience with the medicine. Okay. So, um, I went in with the idea that it was going to be like a big, uh, therapy session basically where I would do a lot of, of healing, deep work healing. And, um, it was not at all like that for me. Um, she had her own, (laughs) she had her own idea of what I needed. Um, and, uh, it was my first ceremony was what she she told me basically that i would be working with her mm-hmm. you know as a vessel for her for her work so i was like i don't even know if i'm going to take this medicine again what let the heck alone. does that mean <laughs> yeah. I'm like what does this even mean i don't know so uh, yeah it was not at all what i had expected
0: yeah yeah same here what i learned from it is that it took me a little bit of time and experience to understand how it works like I assumed it was going to be this automatic experience sort of thrust upon me and what I realized my first time is that it involves my participation Mm. it -hmm. was like my first ceremony I ended up taking four cups, actually, because I didn't feel it that much, uh-huh. which is common for the people yeah. the first time. Some people are disappointed because it's not as intense as they've heard, but it's uh, what our sh- our shaman cat always said. It's like a first date. It's like yeah. the ayahuasca is just kind of getting to know you, getting yeah. to know how your mind works, and you are getting to know her and how she operates, and it can be a bit of a feeling out process, necessary to go down. Yeah. And I like...
1: Was, I'm sorry. I like how she said the, the last time she said, uh, sometimes you don't even kiss on the first date and sometimes you go all the way. You just yeah. don't know how it's going to go. Yes,
0: exactly. <laughs> you just don't know. It, and it's not going to be what you think. Yeah. So that was the big thing I learned is that towards the end of my very first ceremony, oh, sorry to take a breath there, um, I, <laughs> I started to really get into the work. Mm-hmm. And even in that last like maybe hour and a half or so of my ceremony, I had some profound revelations about myself and my character and my life. And it was a truly mind blowing experience at that point. But having gone through it, I realized I could have been having that the whole time had I known that it requires at least the way it works for me is a participation of my own empowerment and intention and and again, participation. So, but regardless it was not at all what i had expected Mm -hmm. and that's something we just had a a retreat a little while ago and everybody we asked how (laughs) it was and they said well it's not what i expected yeah the the sentence out of everyone's mouth yeah for sure
1: i always say just have no expectations and just go with go with it
0: (laughs) yeah and that's good advice for anything in life so often like i like bashar he always says uh the guy bashar you guys might know him he's a chandler he says you want to follow your excitement and he says he they have this formula these et's bashar where you follow your excitement with no expectation until you can follow it no further and then do the go to the next excitement and he says everyone leaves out without expectation yeah so that's sort of a, a theme in life. A lot of times we feel inspired to do something and then our mind immediately, it can't help itself, but have all these expectations of how it's supposed to go or how it should go or how it would like it to go. Mm-hmm. And then oftentimes a beautiful unfoldment, exactly what we needed in the first place, because it doesn't fit our template of what we anticipate. It's like we, there's disappointment, there's problems. So go in with a complete open mind. Don't assume you know what it's going to be like because I have yet to talk to one person who was accurate. Yeah, with their assumptions.
1: Yeah, I haven't heard anyone that said, yep, it was exactly as I expected it to be. <laughs>
0: yeah, right, right. So number two, it's not what you think it's going to be. But ironically, it's going to be exactly what you need. Yeah. And a lot of times what we need is very different than what we think we need.
1: Yeah, for sure. Right? Well, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll give an example. So. Even having done it several times, I, I, I still will go in with some kind of expectation, some yeah. kind of knowledge of the past, and it's hard not to have those expectations. But it's almost like the medicine will constantly surprise me, to show me to even more so, more deeply let go. And there's one time that comes to mind where I, I blew the diet big time. You're supposed to eat real clean before these ceremonies, so your body's nice and pure and can absorb the medicine, you know, harmoniously. Mm-hmm. And I had a bunch of chocolate muffins the night before. I kind of binged out. It was a big it was a big issue for me. And I went in thinking like, "Oh my god, this is going to be painful. This is, I, I'm not prepared. <laughs> the medicine's going to think I don't respect it." And then I went into the ceremony and it was the most effortless transformation I've ever experienced in my entire life. Mm-hmm. These big issues were just graciously lifted from me as if to say like, listen, you were wrong again. I don't <laughs> want to hurt you or I'm just trying to help you. And we could do this the hard way, your way, or we could do this the easy way, which is always an option. So my point is it was, uh, I needed that. I needed to be shown that life doesn't have to be hard. A lot of these lessons transcend, you, it go beyond just your own personal releases. They really help teach you about the nature of reality and life and existence. And it's like the message I got was like, let it be easy. That's an option. Yeah. You, you, This is just energy, this life we are working with. And it's what you believe and what you intend for that largely shapes our reality experience and, why not go? Let it be smoother, bro. was yeah. the message I got. But again, it wasn't what I expected, but it was what I needed. And the the, the fundamental life lesson and outlook I have on life now has been largely shaped from that one experience. But it wasn't what I thought it would be.
1: Yeah, I have. Um, as you were talking, um, one ceremony came to mind. Um, <clears throat> I had gone into ceremony with this big intention, and I thought, okay. This is going to be it. I'm going to have this big purge and it's going to be this big clearing and I'll maybe be a hot mess during it but I'm I'm going to I'm ready and I'm going to go in. And when when I was speaking it would like telepathically to the medicine about my intention, she just very nonchalantly gave me like a very quick answer which I already kind of knew on some level of course. And I was like, "Well, no, Tell me something I don't know. Like, let's dive deeper. And she's like, no, it's OK. You, you got it. This is this is going to take a little time. So now just enjoy yourself and and be with the medicine, basically. Yeah. And I was like, um, ah, OK, fine. Right, you know? right.
0: Yeah. I've had something <laughs> a similar lesson where I, I went in, and I remember I talked to the shaman. And like my intention is to let go of this really deep karmic pattern I've mm. been carrying out, and I'm I anticipated a purge and a whole process of release. And I got about, I don't know, an hour into the ceremony where I started to like start to own, like feel the initial effects of the, of the medicine. And basically, what you do is you just get into a really expanded state of consciousness mm-hmm. and can see yourself very clearly. It sheds light onto many aspects that were previously unconscious within your life and your being. Um, and it was just from that, that slightly expanded vantage point, I saw, oh, I don't have to release anything i just have to stop focusing on it Mm -hmm. it was a matter of just choosing not to focus on that and 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 not giving it momentum so anyway it was like the lesson the whole theme i had anticipated was just like a a quick little insight due to my slightly expanded vantage point so Mm -hmm. it's just but that was what i needed again that was another helpful lesson for me
1: yeah beautiful
0: Yeah. Number three, and this is something you see a lot of and I I will sometimes, I try not to chuckle to myself, but I do sometimes, (laughs) is that a lot of times the medicine will like basically dialogue with you. What do they call it? They call it a, at Rhythmia, they have a name for it. It's a a council. There's different types of uh, experiences and one of them they label as a counseling session. This is where it could be some kind of, you know, a preferred deity like Jesus or Buddha or Krishna or something coming forth to you. And like communicating with you or ET beings or your angels, your deceased loved ones. Or
1: ayahuasca Or the ayahuasca is
0: how it is for me, your higher self. But regardless, you're able to kind of go back and forth and dialogue and get pretty clear answers to pretty much anything you want to know about yourself and life. And it's just this conversation you have. But I would advise not taking it all literally, Mm. not taking it at all. A lot of times the advice is to put you in a certain state of mind and get you thinking something in anticipation of a future insight. Mm -hmm. And I see a lot of people kind of run with these, these, uh, messages and, and kind of give away their power and just sort of blindly follow what they heard or learned in the ceremony. Have you seen that?
1: Yeah. Um, Because the plant spirits in general, your spirit guides and all that, they kind of speak in metaphors a lot of times. So what they're trying to show you is not necessarily a literal, tangible thing like, oh, you're going to go and, um, you know, become the next Beyonce or something, you know, or it's more of like why don't you need, you need to go follow your path, which might be something like singing in the, in some sort of local choir, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's not always to be taken literally because they, they don't, the spirits don't really want to tell you what to do. Right. They want ring. you to make the decision yourself. So really they're just trying to guide you in the right direction so that you can decipher, is this what I want out of life? Or is this maybe not a passion of mine you know mm-hmm. so it's really up to you to um decipher and to come into your own power as to where your life journey is headed once after the medicine is you know right, right. after the ceremony
0: <laughs> yeah yeah and sometimes it's just it's just to give you to elicit a certain response that's not at all related to what the message right was. yes then, for healing and and in time the message can be seen as ah nothing but a benign catalyst for this particular response. So I had one time, I'm not going to get into the details because it's a very dark sort of uh, topic, but I I was given this prediction, like this is going to happen in your life. And it floored me. It was just a devastating pill to swallow. My close friends know what I'm talking about. But anyway, it was what I needed to temporarily think to give me a very powerful release. Mm -hmm. And then ironically, once I sort of was coming into the realization that maybe that wasn't actually true, I was talking to someone else who had who did the medicine that same that same time, and they were saying that ah, the medicine told me I'm gonna I'm not gonna actually I'm not gonna continue with what I was gonna say because I don't want the person listening to feel uh, like I'm making fun of them, and it would come off that way. So, anyways, basically, someone said something which that I could see from an outside standpoint that was a little bit outlandish, but they thought it was real um, at that time. Um, but it was to show me it showed me like, wow, the medicine going around telling people all sorts of crazy <laughs> shit. And it was like it was very helpful for me to kind of see. Um, yeah. But anyway, so, yeah, just just really keep that in mind, especially if you've done the medicine and maybe you, you saw some things that were challenging, like a. Or, or something that was confusing or didn't really sit right. Mm. Sometimes it's just to test your power. Like say where are you really in your power? You're going to let me just tell you what to do. You're yeah. going to let me tell you to go walk off a cliff because there'll be a beautiful treasure chest waiting for you at the bottom. A lot yeah. of times if we are if we're giving our power away, it'll in a very clever and and a roundabout way help us come back into our power through something like that yeah. so if you heard something you didn't like in ceremony or you, you saw something you don't have to take it literally kind of reflect on what that might have been implying for you in your life and mm-hmm. that can be that could be not only from the ayahuasca but a lot of people have that experience with their own synchronicities and their yeah. own sort of divine guidance yes right yes i'm trying to think of an example can you think of an example where you well, felt inspired to do something that it wasn't really the message well
1: anytime i would get like negative synchronicities that's just a um, it's like the same thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, well actually, well, I don't know. I have a, a situation that I should have listened to my guidance and I didn't. And then it was, yeah, I can talk about that, but it's not related to medicine.
0: Yeah. Perfect.
1: Okay. So, um,
0: I guess it's not really, that's not really related to what we're talking about that we're talking about like following up on guidance yeah, yeah it it's like the opposite. something different. So what you're doing is maybe a little bit.
1: It's a little bit
0: opposite. Yeah. 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 Anyway, I think we've hammered this point. <laughs> we can maybe move on. We're struggling for yet another example, but I think you guys got the message. Yeah. Okay, this number four is kind of interesting. It's when you're ready to do this, if this is right for you, and many, it will not be. And that's totally fine yeah. and equal. This is not a hierarchy at all. But if and when you're ready, the medicine will call to you yeah on the phone, literally no, yeah not on the phone,
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's really powerful how the medicine brings the people that are supposed to um take it, take her, <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. know how else to say it um to and everything works out perfectly, so if there's a struggle or like if it's um just seems like it's just not working out it's okay because it's just not your time yet and when it is your time it'll work out effortlessly yeah you know and and perfectly like everyone that came to the last Mm -hmm. um retreat or the first retreat um they all said the same thing it just worked out perfectly and i'm like yes it's all perfect because you guys are supposed to be here you know And, and and the people that weren't supposed to come it just worked out where they you know they either couldn't make it or something happened and you know, it's just, it's, it's all perfect. Um, there's no mistakes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically, if this is something that's going to be helpful to you, you'll start attracting into your life synchronicities yeah, and, and you'll start hearing about it a lot.
1: And it's okay if you, if you feel like, Oh yeah, I think that would be helpful, but it just doesn't feel like it's resonating. That's okay too, because n- the medicine isn't necessary for everyone for growth. Um, because it's just, you got to just One go with what, options. yeah, exactly. You just got to go with what resonates.
0: Yeah. But those of you who are hearing the call, you know who you are. And if that's the case, if you're seeing synchronicities in your life, you keep hearing, hearing about it. Not just from Victor. If you follow me from other sources as well, friend, it, it'll your life will start to show you that maybe even in dreams, like. This is something that is calling you and you'll feel it. And then what'll happen is there'll be a circumstance or an opportunity that sometimes comes out of left field that will really be like, yes, this is it. This Mm -hmm. is the time. It'll resonate with you. And then if if that's all happening, then I would say, go for it. Don't, don't let your fear stop you because a lot of times it can and will, but in, in those situations, it'll be very helpful.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'll give an example. My boy, Josh, who came to kind of assist recently, the way it all worked out was ironic we were going to have an assistant for our our, for our recent ceremony and like two days before it turns out he couldn't make it or something it kind of like flaked out a little bit and we were like disappointed but the whole time i just had it in my mind i somehow just knew this other person a former coaching client of mine would would be there Mm -hmm. even though he up until that those two days prior it wasn't set to go that way Mm -hmm. um anyways I just, I just sent him a text and kind of was like, hey, bro, you know, you, you want to come assist and here's the situation. And he was like, yeah, I'll clear my schedule. He was honor. And then when he came, he explained to me that it was so trippy, we'll say, mm-hmm. because a few days before he was setting his new year resolutions and his new year goals. And he said, he wrote down ayahuasca. I want to do ayahuasca. And then like for the when he put, you'll know. That was like all he wrote about it. Mm-hmm. He wanted to do it. But he had no specifics. Yeah. And then out of left field, Vic sends him a text two days before his ceremony and then he just knew his intuition was like, yep, yep. now you know. <laughs> Here it is. Here's an opportunity that it literally just fell into his lap completely out of left field.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And he had an amazing experience. He, he was, yeah. his whole path has been positively influenced and shaped by he's like a new guy it is a, yeah. It's really neat to see all these new excitements and passions he has this new direction this new confidence this new awareness of how life works and he's this young 21 year old kid um but it lined up and, and the medicine sort of called him it wasn't just some random thing he forced because yeah. someone he someone else they knew was like yeah you got to do it and yeah you know he knew
1: yeah i've had it where like i've been like oh i want to I would like to sit sometime in, you know, next month, and then I'll, like, reach out to, you know, our our shaman, and um, she'll be like, oh, it's full. And then, you know, a couple weeks later, she'll be like, oh, somebody dropped out if you want – if you are – still wanting the space and it just works out so perfectly you know yeah i always just say i trust the medicine and when it's right for me to sit then the a space will become available to me
0: yeah yeah and then you know it, it, the way it worked out for me was it just fell into my lap I got the opportunity mm-hmm. to go to Rhythmia. I, I ignored it I didn't, I thought it was just like too good to be true I didn't really even think about mm-hmm. it then I happened to talk to my friend Aaron Doughty, mm-hmm. who at the time we were only speaking on the phone every few weeks just from a distance Right. and he had gotten the exact same invitation and was like Vic we should go man that'd be awesome and I was like oh wow and then like, then that night we just did a little research and we watched well, a documentary. Well, we talked
1: to you, we talked, you talked to me and you're and like, you were well, somehow and four, I, I was I like, expect. why wouldn't you take that opportunity? Like. Yeah will live without you. You get, You need to go do this, yeah, which is what brought me to the medicine as well. So it was all just perfect timing. Yeah. Yeah. Then we started recently.
0: Remember we yeah, watched we the reality watched of so truth big, documentary oh, yeah. and then like seven others. Yeah. And <laughs> we were both getting like, it just. I was repetitive. like, I need
1: that. I'm jealous. I want to yeah. go. I, I need, I need to do that. <laughs>
0: but yeah, it called us too. We didn't yeah. force it. Um, and number five, it's going to sound kind of weird, but once you do it, she, as in the medicine, the ayahuasca, is always with you, yeah, and she it becomes a part a very powerful and useful ally on your spiritual journey and unfoldment, yeah, and it she can come to you in dreams, she can come to you in synchronicities
1: in meditation, in
0: meditation, yeah,
1: um, after my first sit, I was like, what I was really questioning what exactly she was?" telling me like where I was like headed with the medicine and all that. So I reached out to Kat and I said, uh, what does this mean? And she said, you just ask her, she said, you can call on her anytime now that you've drank the medicine. She's in you and she's with you now. And she said, if you meditate and you call to her or before you go to sleep, she'll come to you in your dreams or in my case, when I wake up in the middle of the night, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, and she'll come whenever you call on her and it's kind of like a little, uh, like a little whisper. It's like, you know? it's like a spirit guide. Yeah, exactly. Almost. It is exact a plant spirit.
0: Yeah. That's what they are. They really, it's like <laughs> a, it has a very, uh, presence and a consciousness and a personality. Yeah. And <laughs> she's just a very interesting and, ex- and multifaceted sort of wise, Beyond my, you know, my, well, because she's been around
1: for so long. Apparently, yeah. (laughs) She knows.
0: Um, But yeah, Yeah. I just wanted to kind of mention that as well. It's like, it's not just a one and done thing. It's, uh, you, you sort of,
1: um, you don't have to build a relationship with this. Yes. And you don't ever have to drink more than once, you know, if you don't feel called to drink again, but you can always call on the medicine to help you, you know, if you need.
0: Yeah. So I know a lot of this. If you've never done it, it probably sounds pretty out there. <laughs> and listen, I'm I'm not as I'm a pretty. I, I try to be a pretty down to earth and pragmatic thinker, and uh, I I was sort of almost annoyed and skeptical of the way people talked about ayahuasca when I before I had done it, but now that I've done it so many times, um, all the things I said were are my honest my honest recollections and assessments of the the experience. Mm-hmm. So. So bear with uh, my main <laughs> flightiness as you might perceive it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, my friends, that's it. We just want to kind of talk about that. We've been really, there's been kind of a big theme in our life. We had the retreat recently. We're going to do future ones. If you guys are interested, just hit me up. You know where to find me, Instagram and the email, et cetera. Um, but we wish you guys well. We hope you yes. have an amazing day and an amazing week. We hope you enjoyed this. Be back next week. Sorry. We were a day late. We were waiting on our cool, um, I, I can show you a picture waiting on our, uh, our microphone stands yeah, and pads. Yeah, so we can get
1: some good sound To hopefully quality. improve
0: the quality of the sound of our as podcast. As long
1: as we don't have someone blowing leaves around our window. Yeah, <laughs> sorry about that last
0: one, guys, if you guys listen to that. It was, uh, we were on the fence of redoing it. We really thought the podcast came out good, and that's why we chose to keep it, but we realized it was a nuisance, the, yeah. the, blowing, the blower so people. So sorry about that, guys. But <laughs> now we know not to do them on Thursday Thursday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, my friends, we're going to bounce. You guys have an amazing day. Have a great week. Talk to you next week. Peace.
1: Bye.